Hey, and welcome to Hypnotize Me, the podcast about hypnosis, transformation, and healing. This is Dr. Elizabeth Bonet, and I'm your host. Disclaimer time! This podcast is not a substitute for mental health treatment, nor should it be. If you need therapy or hypnotherapy, please seek a trained professional. I do hypnosis all over the world, so if you'd like to learn more about me, you can do that at my website, drlizhypnosis.com. That's D-R-L-I-Z hypnosis.com. Now on to our episode. Hi, everyone. This week's episode is about surgery without anesthesia. Now, this is one of the most like out there topics, I think, in the world of hypnosis. I am going to say that up front. It totally freaks me out. And this is why I actually wanted to ask Dr. Holly Forrester Miller about this whole topic. So originally, this was part of the interview that I did last week that aired last week episode 71. You can listen to that at drlizhypnosis.com slash episode 71. But it was running really long. So I like to break that up for my listeners. So last week, I focused more on the medical hypnosis part, how she has run cancer groups, and worked with PTSD and you know, done all these wonderful things. And this week, I wanted to air this section about surgery without anesthesia. What are the motivations? What do you need to even be able to do that? And what it was like for her. So just in brief, Dr. Forrester Miller is president of Medical Hypnosis Consultants and Wellness Consultants International. It's her private practice in Durham, North Carolina. She was an instructor and small group leader at Duke University School of Medicine for 15 years. She was a professor for over 20 years, and she presents internationally about medical hypnosis and running groups for cancer to decrease side effects and increased comfort levels and all these different aspects. So let's jump in and hear this interview. I did want to ask you about the video you did that went like semi-viral, the one where you didn't have anesthesia and I think you were having, were you having surgery or dental work done? Oh, surgery. Yeah. I've had surgery. I've okay. had three major surgeries with no anesthesia. Um, that particular video is having an umbilical hernia repair and there's no anesthesia and no bleeding. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and no bleeding. And no All right. Bleeding. Can you tell listeners what you're doing? Not the details, but like in general, what are you doing right before that? Like how are you having surgery without anesthesia? Well, I mean, I did, I made myself a recording, mm-hmm. just like I make the ones for my, my clients, and uh-huh. um, gave myself suggestions about turning off the pain, turning off the bleeding, post-operative comfort, healing, healing quickly and well, um, all those things. And before I went in, I just, you know, was in and out of trance in the waiting room, waiting for the surgery to start, and just relaxed. Um, and then in the surgery, I mean, I did everything. So it was pretty much for me, post-hypnotic suggestions. So I actually chose to stay awake and alert during the surgery just so I could learn more to help others. So okay. I was in a very, very light trance, if any, kind of mostly post-hypnotic suggestion, kind of a light trance and was talking to the doctors and interacting um, so that I could see what was happening and learn about it. Um, and they can see, people can see that 
video if they like on um, YouTube. It's on the ASH clinical hypnosis page on YouTube, surgery for, with no anesthesia. It's just a two minute uh, brief video and you're actually welcome to post it, people. Do whatever you want with it. If you want to use it on your web page to help uh-huh. dr- drive business to your page or to show your clients, anybody listening is allowed to use it any way they want. I've donated it as a way to help people better know about the value and the power of clinical mm-hmm. hypnosis and self-hypnosis, and also to know more about ASH, the American Society of Clinical Hypnosis. So that was my mission with releasing that video was okay. twofold. When was the first time that you did that, the surgery without anesthesia? Um, 30 years 30 ago. 30 years ago. Okay. 30 years ago was the first one. The most recent one was two, two years, years ago. ago. All right. Were you nervous any of the times? Were you nervous beforehand? No. Not at all. No. No. And um, <laughs> okay, I'm just trying to picture this because yeah. I'm being one of those people who <laughs> I love hypnosis. I love doing hypnosis. But if you tell me no anesthesia, surgery, hypnosis, I'm like, I'm not so sure about that Well, <laughs> for myself. Right? See, so I'm trying to get an idea. Of yeah. Like, yeah. Well, this is this is a really important, a really important question, a really important yeah. piece of, of if hypnosis is, as far as my training goes. My mentor was a, a dentist named Dr. Kay Thompson, who um, I just loved and adored. And she taught me so much. Uh-huh. And so she used to always say there was three key ingredients necessary to use hypnosis. There was concentration, belief and motivation. You know, and concentration, I mean, I've worked with someone with an IQ as low as 40. So the concentration doesn't have to be that great. Belief is a very complicated issue because it's belief that, you know, hypnosis can help, that I'm someone that can teach them, that they're someone that can do it. You know, there's a lot of levels. But motivation trumps all of them. Hmm. The most skeptical doubting Thomas, who's not sure they can concentrate, if they're motivated, like Tom was going into the surgery. He knew what it was like before. He knew how horrible it was before. He knew mm-hmm. he wanted something, that, anything that would help make it better. So that motivation is the key. Is the key. And for me, I had had a surgery 34 years ago, uh, 33 years ago, I guess it was, that um, I had a horrible reaction to the anesthesia. Oh, and I needed this surgery. The first surgery I had with no anesthesia in the late 80s, I had needed surgery for four years. Wow. And kept not getting it because they everybody I talked to, they couldn't tell me I wouldn't die based on what happened the last time. Whoa. Okay. Right. So who's? I'm not going to go under the knife. If I can live with this, even though it causes me yeah. problems now and then. I learned how to do self-hypnosis to help with the issues. So I really was comfortable, even though the doctors thought I should have been miserable. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, you're not going to cut me open if I could die and, I can, and I'm living with it, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I met Kay Thompson and she showed us a video of herself having surgery with no anesthesia at a conference I was at in 88. And I said, oh, my God, I can do that. This, wow. I can do okay. that. And then I, uh-huh. within two months, I had my surgery. Oh my gosh, that fast. Well, yeah, because once I knew this was the answer, because I didn't know, I've been doing hypnosis for psychological stuff up until that point and had uh-huh. learned how to use it some for myself for comfort, sort of almost accidentally. And once mm-hmm. I met Kay, that's when I really started learning medical hypnosis and how incredible this tool was. Mm. And so then I immediately knew the surgery wasn't going to kill me. It was the anesthesia. So, oh, wow, I can do this. So I was not, I was all of a sudden like, great, sign me up. Let's do this surgery. I can do this. Oh, okay. Does that make sense? Yeah. Right. So quite the opposite of fear. Oh, right. I was thrilled. I was thrilled to yeah, be able to right. do this. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. And I, 
I get that. I mean, when I was, I did hypnobirthing, which is one of my first experiences, actually, with like hypnosis. Mm-hmm. And I remember the pain when I would go into trance. The pain would go from like a nine to a two. Like I had that actual experience of it. You know, like this is, right. and when I'd come out of trance, when they'd want to ask me a question or something, it'd be like, boom, right back up. And then I could go right back into trance and put myself down to a two. Right. So here's the deal. Uh-huh. The hypnobirthing program, I think is good, but I think that it could be better because you can turn the pain off completely and you can be out of trance and the train's pain still be off. Okay. Yes. So yeah. I didn't have that skill at the time. <laughs> right. But that's what I'm saying. So hypnobirthing, I think, I think hypnobirthing is a good program, but I think that it doesn't even go far enough with some of what you can learn. And uh-huh. like my first child was, um, using Lamaze mm-hmm. and, um, what, and people say, Oh, so this is kind of like Lamaze and focusing. And I say, Oh gosh, no, because I would never, ever consider having surgery using Lamaze. Yeah. <laughs> Ever even think of it. So the the difference is that Lamaze and some of the other birthing techniques distract you from the pain with Mm -hmm. hypnosis. You actually turn it off. Okay. So when you're working with yourself or with a client Mm -hmm. saying, I need surgery without anesthesia, the suggestions you're making when you're working with them before that is turning off the pain, not just reducing it. Right. Turning it off. Now I have to say, I've only worked with five people besides myself who actually wanted surgery with no anesthesia. Uh Uh-huh. Because most people, you know, give me anesthesia, knock me out, wake me up when it's over and not, you know, and I understand that and they make perfect sense. I've worked with hundreds, probably maybe thousands of people to prepare them for surgery using anesthesia. Mm-hmm. So I want to make sure that people know you can, you know, get lots of benefits even with anesthesia and you can give suggestions for using less anesthesia and getting the same yes. results. Yeah. And the research is very strong around that, actually, right. that patients need less anesthesia. The surgery is faster. Right. Because there's less bleeding. There's less complications. There's faster healing like that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Right. So and that's hypnosis as supportive right. of the anesthesia, basically. Right. Reducing. Okay. Exactly. And that's important distinction to make for listeners that, you know, not everybody wants to do this without anesthesia and, and not, and not everybody needs to, I mean, yeah, you know, use anesthesia safely and easily. I would. Yeah. <laughs> you <know? Right. laughs> yeah. You know, the, in my last surgery that I had two years ago, the surgeon was pretty adamant that no, you weren't using hypnosis. And I'm like, well, how about we just use twilight kind of sleep stuff and the hypnosis? And he's like, no, this is full intubation surgery, blah, blah, blah. And, and then he finally, he said to me, well, what was it you said that happened 30 years ago? And when I told him what happened, he was like, oh my God, we don't want to give you anesthesia. And I'm like, well, this is what I've been trying to tell you. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so then he had the anesthesiologist call me and I said to the anesthesiologist, look, I know you all monitor people so much better now than you did back then that, you know, you'll be able to monitor my brain waves and know kind of what depth I'm at. I said, so, you know, I'm pretty sure that actually I'd probably be okay with, with anesthesia now compared to 30 years ago. Mm-hmm. Cause you'll see what's happening. Cause I just like over responded. What happened to me is I really over responded. I was out for three days. Mm, okay. And, um, and, but when I talked with him and gave him all the circumstances of what happened and how it was after and everything else, he said to me, even today, I'd rather you use hypnosis. He said, you had such a, such a significant reaction. I can't guarantee that won't be a problem. Mm-hmm. 
So which really, I was like, really? <laughs> well, okay. So they went ahead and did this surgery, which they wouldn't do with twilight sleep with nothing. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. So what did they say after? Uh, they were the just, surgery. they were just dumbfounded. They were like, this is amazing. Uh-huh. I mean, yeah, imagine. Right. And the anesthesiologist and I have talked about writing an article. I've just been so busy. We haven't really gotten connected to get it done. And I, I have not gotten the medical record for the anesthesia report. I have that report for my other two surgeries. But this one's been harder to get because I keep sending in forms and they keep telling me they can't read it. And I have to... <laughs> Anyway. <laughs> yeah, right. But once I get that report, uh, we'll probably write an article about it because they were just, um, they were pretty amazed. And they were also, the part that, that's kind of fun about it, it's it's overall not fun to have surgery. But the part that's kind of fun is that I, I keep myself alert and awake. And so I talk to them throughout the surgery. Oh. And that's kind of fun because they go like, oh, you just felt us laser you? <laughs> uh-huh. And I go, yeah. <laughs> but without pain. Yeah. And they're like, well, what does that feel like? <laughs> We've oh never, my gosh! Never had so they get all kinds of information. Us. Yeah, yeah, fascinating. So they enjoy that process too. I'm imagining, like, oh. oh my gosh, we get information here. Yeah. Oh yeah. They just, you know, the anesthesiologist was like, "I'm not letting anybody else in there. I'm doing this one myself." He was the chief of anesthesia. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. Because <laughs> he wanted to be there and watch this. It's interesting and it's a big learning experience for everybody. Yes. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. We are at the end of our time. Definitely. It's Yeah, but it's been a fascinating interview. I appreciate your time so much. And I'd love to have you back on the podcast again. Well, thank you. And I, I would be pleased to. It's been wonderful talking with you. And in any way, it can help educate the public and other practitioners about all these wonderful possibilities. I'm all for it. truly enjoying today's episode. Remember that you can get free hypnosis downloads over at my website, drlizhypnosis.com, D-R-L-I-Z hypnosis.com. I work all over the world doing hypnosis. So if you're interested in working with me, please schedule a free consultation over at my website and we'll see what your goals are and if I can be of service to you in helping you reach them. Finally, if you liked today's episode, please subscribe to the podcast or tell a friend. That way, more and more people learn about the power of hypnosis. All right, everyone. Have a wonderful week. Peace.